the eighth day of Christmas, namely that he's gave to me. Eight gifts of burning, seven frowns of praying, six keys of playing, five fourth wall breaks. Four sheets are wrapping, three calls of butter, two former husbands, and Santa holding a store hostage. I screwed up in the middle. Oh, well. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right, you're listening to Namely 90s. My name's Andrew, and over there's Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with the 90s. Uh, you can also find the show on YouTube at youtube.com slash at Namely90s. And you can also support our show by heading over to patreon.com slash Namely90s, also with the 90s, and get signed up for one of our support levels. Yeah, that wasn't me just reaching over to turn my camera on. <laughs> no, he's just making hand gestures. Um, welcome to episode eight of our third annual 12 Days of Christmas specials. We're almost there. <laughs> yes, uh, we're almost there. It's it's the 28th of December and um, it, merry, happy, everyone. Yes. It's, I want to say it's a Wednesday. Um, sure. <laughs> Who knows what day it is anymore? I know. You're still I, in that post-Christmas candy yeah. coma probably or whatever food coma food food candy coma um you know what it is but uh today uh, for day eight we are happy to have taylor of geek speak joining us hi taylor how are you welcome doing? hi how are you guys doing oh not bad just so good brain fog all <laughs> all the time now understandable um but yeah uh geek speak um if i can steal from one of your blurbs is a podcast for geeks by geeks uh where you learn about geek the geeky world from geeks themselves uh so um if you've you do kind of episodes on subjects within geekdom and you have on guests to talk about like their their passions and Clearly, exactly. I'm stealing all of your things that you can say when I ask you. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about uh, GeekSpeak? So GeekSpeak recently knew. We launched it about two, three months ago at this point. And yeah, what it is, is your average kind of day podcast for the geek. We've been finding people through friends, through organizations, and through the cosplay community and so on people who are passionate about certain topics within the geek world, like cosplay lightsabers. Last week it was werewolves or anything. And then kind of letting them tell us why they enjoy it. Teach us about the topic, give us all the history on it and so on. So every episode is very different and individualized for whatever the topic is. Last week it was werewolves. The week before that we were talking to a, grandfathers he called himself about comic books way way back in the day and how cons first started the week before that it was who is the best joker or can you survive a horror movie all based <laughs> on the pure 
passion <laughs> of the nerd that week that we're having just your everyday average conversation with learning about more and more things in the movie and con world i mean who who's the best joker it was a very interesting episode uh <laughs> i'd just like to throw in my two cents here and say mark hamill um <laughs> yes yeah uh but yeah it's it's nice it's nice i think your first uh you you also have a co-host who couldn't make it today yeah um weird how that happens when when co-hosts aren't around i do that all the time uh when i'm guesting on podcasts without andrew (laughs) uh Uh, i have i have a very serious question where are we at with the big bang theory as far as (laughs) are we are we fans are we not fans is that geekdom nerddom are those the same are they different I am big fans of that, and I always have been. But recently, I realized something from Big Bang Theory that I've never actually been able to like bring this up and tell someone about it. That does annoy me. So, as a female, until the very later seasons, all the nerds on that show that were females were only nerds because of their brains. Reading mm. a comic book for a female was like taboo or just mm. boring or gross or wrong until we got the one girl to work at the comic book in shop in the later season. Now I'm not saying I don't like it. I've loved it and I always will, but I've always wanted to get that, that little annoyance out of me. I was just curious. There's a, there's a running gag where I absolutely hate that show, but I was just curious from someone who's in that world, like what your, uh, yeah, you know, what no, your I, opinion was. I like it, but I think it's doing a bad representation of that is fair. Uh, yes, I, I I agree. I, I in general, I, I always found found the Big Bang Theory to be kicking down on geeks instead of uh, lift, lifting up. But I, that's not to say I haven't hate watched the entire like, series. I always like yeah. to remind myself that it was created by the same people who created Two and a Half Men, and then that further reinforces my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a very for, dumb show. For me, it was because it was in the time slot at the time when it kind of first came out. It was that or Community, and Community is written by geeks for geeks, whereas mm-hmm. it felt like Big Bang Theory was written, written for people with money who want more money. Yes, <laughs> yes. But but we're not we're not here to yuck people's yums. Uh, <laughs> We we we're happy to have. Well, I'm happy to have a fellow geek on. I don't know if Andrew considers himself a geek. I don't know that I fall we, into. We, I mean, I'm a. Com- I like computers. I'm. Yeah. A, I'm. My profession is science based, so I feel like. Yeah, I mean, moderately. Not. I'm not deep into it, but I think I think you you have different like different areas of geekdom, and exactly. and Why? that's the great thing about Geek Speak is that they cover There's so many areas you could exactly. be one. Um, I, and you started your first episode, uh, talking about, are there evil Hufflepuffs? And, uh, hmm. you know, as, as someone that's was shocked to find out he was a Hufflepuff when he originally got sorted, um, yeah. it, I, I have to wonder, am I evil <laughs> and also a Hufflepuff? But, um, yeah. And, but yeah, you. Uh, it's it was it, it it's a good way to kind of like I I really like the guest format idea because you you probably have a a wide like birth of interest within geekdom but um I, I couldn't tell you like some deep dive stuff like the origin of cons or 
Um, like I was recently on a, a, or I guess it's airing after this, but I, I was recently a guest on a YouTube show talking about like, 90s action cartoons and I was like I I mean I remember some stuff but I don't I'm not like a super like deep into it and then they brought me back for Power Rangers where I was like I have a helmet right off screen over here and uh, here are all my uh, adult Power Rangers toys that I have hidden away that Andrew doesn't know about and I hope he doesn't hear this audio right now Uh, but yeah it's a it's a great celebration of of uh geekdom and nerddom and um it's the the real question i should be asking is where can they find it and when uh what's your release schedule like so we can be found on spotify uh all types of podcast network places to listen that's not exactly english but you get what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. proper english but anywhere you can listen to podcasts we are at geek speak on those on our main social media is instagram where we post like who's going to be the guest that week because there's a new guest every single week and then trailers or what to look forward to so on and so forth the obvious at geek speak jt that also goes to our facebook our tiktok and our Twitter, which aren't used as much, but they're there. And we release episodes every Friday morning. If we can keep up with the schedule I missed last week. So that just shows. But it's every Friday morning. If the schedule goes the way it should. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's always during the holidays. It's always hard to, exactly. to yeah. get everything in. Uh, such as a young uh, podcast of uh, a couple months. That's um, that's awesome. We we look forward to seeing you grow as you keep uh, hitting those those uh, episodes, making those episodes. Um, I also don't <laughs> English well. That's where our specialty is speaking basically English on our yes. podcast. It always impresses me when people can speak multiple languages because I can't even speak one. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like someday. Uh, Jimmy Mashte. <laughs> uh, donde esta la biblioteca? Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Taylor from GeekSpeak. Uh, since you're a new guest this year for the 12 Days of Christmas specials, uh, we usually ask, do you have any like 90s holiday memories? And if so, would you like to share one? Or uh, should we just move on to what we brought you on for? Uh, I can kind of... The one thing that comes to my head when you say 90s Christmas yes. is since I am such a geek and a nerd, it always goes back to the movies, is the Santa Claus movie, which mm. I forced myself to watch every single year that was made in 1994, I think. So I most likely saw it for the first time when I was really little in the 90s. And that's just like the tradition now that the Disney Plus shows come out. That's been very ingrained into my head as it's I a guess, classic my 90s memory. Uh, now, do you, I have to ask, what do you feel about, or how do you feel about uh, the Santa Claus 2 and the Santa Claus 3, the escape clause? I love Santa Claus 2. Santa Claus 3 started getting a little <laughs> cheesy yeah. in a way. Where I think it may have gone a little too far. <laughs> uh, and so have you seen the Disney Plus series? Yeah, it just, 
Monday, it just finished. Either yeah. Monday or Tuesday. It just finished, and we watched it last night. Uh, I haven't I seen it. Pretty like I liked it. Pretty it, well. So you'd recommend it? Yeah, I would recommend it. It's a little bit of a different feel. Everything's updated as usual because it's been years, but uh, it's yeah. still pretty good. Having we just watched the original for uh, one of our. Uh, I think it's November, November special. special. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, it'll be nice to see some updated graphics on, yes, on, no, that's on that. That's uh, but it is a great, I, I think after watching it, I am adding it to my annual Christmas movie list with <laughs> die hard <laughs> and Christmas vacation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, speaking of things from the nineties that uh, never die um, and get rebooted. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We brought you on to talk about Full House, uh, this yeah. Arrest You Merry Gentlemen, which is uh, season eight, episode 11, uh, the final season of Full House. Um, but let's, let's brief our listeners on those that somehow don't know what Full House is. Full House is an American television sitcom created by Jeff Franklin for ABC. Uh, it was one of the cornerstones of TGIF, I believe that should have been on Yeah, here. I believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or was it? It was Family Matters. Maybe it wasn't. Full, full, full House didn't, I don't think it started it, but it was in there. Uh, either way, uh, the show is about a widowed father, Danny Tanner, who uh, enlists his brother-in-law, Jesse Kostopoulos, and his childhood best friend, Joey Gladstone, to help raise his three daughters, uh, DJ, Stephanie, and Michelle, in his San Francisco home. Uh, it aired from 87 to 95, uh, with a total of 192 episodes, and uh, it was consistently in the Nielsen Top 30 from season two onward. Uh, and it also received a sequel series, Fuller House, on Netflix that Brandon has seen every episode of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's do guests first, I guess. Taylor, how do you feel about Full House? What's what's your relationship with that? Uh, I love Full House. I grew up watching it. I was watching repeats as they would like come on. At that point, it was like Nick at Night and stuff. So I was never watching it in the correct order or. Mm knowing the whole storyline but i was watching it all the time as it would appear on my tv flipping through the channels so i just kind of grew up with it and then during the pandemic somehow flipping through tv shows that ended up being one of the tv shows i just landed on and somehow through over that year watched the entire thing in order so you're 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 now educated on the entire canon of Full House, then? <laughs> yes, within the correct order, the storylines as they proceeded, and not yep. just random chaos anymore. That's impressive. What about you, Andrew? Uh, we definitely watched it. Um, obviously, Bob Saget. He was a comedian, actually a pretty um, pretty raunchy comedian. Yes, <laughs> it's kind of funny that he like, plays this family man, uh, and then of course, you know, the heartthrob uh, John Stamos. <laughs> which I feel like brought some people to the show. I mean, it's like it's when you go back and watch it, like it's very nostalgic. Um, It's kind of a typical sitcom. There's always like a conflict. And then with the the kids, there's a heartfelt moment, you know, but it's, it's good. Um, There's always, there's always like a B story dedicated to the youngest child that can hardly put words together. Um, I did not know. For some reason, I forgot that Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen played the same character. I thought they were both in it. Because like, <laughs> then I got confused when they were the twin boys. 
I, I got really confused. I was like, How did they turn into twin boys? This was like deep season eight, you know, <laughs> yes. mid season eight. Um, and I was like, to, well, no, uh, I'd like to point out for this episode, the title was arrest ye merry gentlemen, except no one was arrested and only one of them was a man. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but I get their point. Uh, yeah. As someone who sacrifices clarity for puns, uh, I, I do I that. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, pot calling the kettle black. Um, but, uh, yeah, full, full house. Um, you may be confused because we watched two of a kind, which was, uh, for is true. a different season or a different, uh, Thing. special, special last, yeah. last year. Um, where they played sisters. Okay, that could be where I got mixed up because, and yeah, yeah, it all came and, rushing back. And you know, <laughs> on, on on all the on all the VHS Mary Kate Nashley home videos that you have, uh, they play they play sisters. Sure, generally. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, um, I remember Full House as well. Um, I yeah, definitely, definitely saw it on reruns. Um, I'm I I know I saw the later seasons. Um as as they came out because I, I was probably around the same age as Michelle was pretending to be I, I like um because it, it ran to 95 so I would have been would have been like five when I was watching that final season um and yeah I definitely saw a lot on reruns um I I remember enjoying Danny, Jesse, and Joey's uh, stuff, and then uh, when Aunt Becky came in and uh, you know made sure her twins got in the call. Wait, um, <laughs> they played on the polo team. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Um. I, I I liked the the Jesse or Jesse and Becky stories, and um, uh, as uh, you know, since I was around the same age, I probably in liked the Michelle storyline when storylines in the later seasons. Cause you know, she's a rampunctious first grader or whatever. And, um, not, you know, I, I do remember like there was an episode where DJ was offered to smoke cigarettes and she's like, no way, man. (laughs) Uh, I'm not giving into peer pressure. Yeah. A lot of times there was like a message, you know, like, yeah, wholesome family message about drugs or it, it might have it might have been it might have been stephanie that was smoking um they're all a ve- they, they all lightly felt like very special episodes you know? yes um dave coulier uh once said that the show was a g-rated dysfunctional family uh so it was like and yeah uh it's like married with children except for family uh shows uh, and I, as I said at the top of this, I I've watched every episode of Fuller House because um, I was bored once and then got sucked in, and oh, uh, yeah, it's over. It <laughs> is, yeah. Once you get into that, it, it's 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 all you can do. Um, I'm I'm excited for Fullest House in uh, another ten to twenty years. <laughs> um, yeah we have to figure because the weird thing about fuller house was that dj's first husband who died in a fire 
because he was a firefighter or something. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew shot me. I, it's funny because I was about to say a house so full, it's a fire hazard. And then you said the fire thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's and, weird. Uh, DJ first husband's last name was Fuller. So that's how they got away with Fuller house. So yeah. Um, clearly one of the children have to marry someone whose last name is fullest or change their name to fullest. Uh, for that wow. sequel to work. Um, yeah. Should we, should we get into arrest you married gentlemen? Let's get into this thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the, the episode opens with, uh, the girls and Kimmy in, uh, do, do all, all three girls sleep in the same room? I just, that just reminded me. I think it's, it's Steph, unclear. It's Steph, it's <clears throat> Stephanie and, uh, Stephanie and DJ Michelle. Live in the same room. Yes, yeah. Okay. DJ got her own room when she became a teenager. Yeah. So Stephanie and Michelle's room. Uh they uh they're wrapping Christmas presents. And Michelle's so proud because she it's the first year that she purchased a gift uh with her own money at the store instead of making it. Um and of course she bought a gift for Danny, her father, uh of a terrible joke tie. Um, with like a cup holder. So it has can, Christmas stuff and then it goes around your neck, right? So that you can yeah. like hold your drink in your tie while, while you eat your snacks. Um, and then uh, the girls are like, but I loved your pr- homemade stuff uh, like the frosted flakes uh, or no. Uh, what did she say? Mm-hmm. Michelle says frosted flakes make great jewelry. <laughs> um and then uh, I think it was either DJ or Stephanie says, I loved your Rice Krispies retainer container. Um, that <laughs> I don't know. Wh- I mean, I guess sanitary. the cereal jokes just because she's a kid, but I was like, we're going hard on the cereal jokes. Yeah. I mean, did you not make presents out of uh, cereal as a child? <laughs> I did not. Uh, I think I did. Macaroni? I- <laughs> Yeah, I remember macaroni <laughs> art. Is, yeah. Was that a spin on macaroni art? Um, but yeah, uh, the girl, so her sister's trying to be nice, and Kimmy's just like, God damn, that's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> um, more or less. Uh, and then no, that's just, what she said. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what Kimmy says. Uh, and then, wow, I just realized I should have worn the Christmas sweater. Uh, sorry, just to back it up out of the episode. Um, on Fuller House, Kimmy Gibbler wears the gaudiest Christmas sweater that I've ever seen. It's Santa Claus riding a unicorn in space. Yes. With a laser sword. I purchased that sweater six months before that episode came out. <laughs> and uh, so I have the, I've worn it on different episodes of our specials. Um, uh, and yeah. Um, I was Kimmy, Kimmy Gibbler before she was in, in Fuller <laughs> House, apparently. Anyway, uh, it cuts to the title sequence, which the, the season eight title sequence is a little rougher than than the season one, where it's, mm-hmm. where they're all just like having fun in the park in San Francisco. Uh, now it's they're down by um, not the Embarcadero, but you know underneath the the Bay Bridge and. Uh, but then they like they're like cued to come toward the camera. It's not even the turn and look. It's the like come to the camera uh, uh, intro. That, but do did you, they pioneer uh, that? Do you not like that? I because it's classic. Sitcom. No, I was just saying it was it was very stereotypical. I didn't say I didn't yeah. like it. 
Well, you're you're the you're the guy that's like you like you like the turn and look to the camera. I prefer the turn and look. Yeah, I okay. don't know about the come up and and okay. pose thing. That's fair. Um, but that song is ingrained in my head. Um, uh, sorry, Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, I, the OG song is better. Uh, she did the the Fuller House oh. version. Uh, but yeah. Um, back to back to the episode. Uh, where. <laughs> Where they've animated, uh, like, thank you for pointing that out. There the was Christmas bad CG lights. Christmas lights. Yeah, I was the like, clearly they the just took house. that yes. video and then just like somehow tried to add it later. It just, it was, yeah, it was. Bad. Yeah, it still wasn't as bad as the fake snow from that Fresh Prince episode where they like superimposed <laughs> supposedly falling snow yeah. over the still shot. Oh my gosh classic um yes uh so becky walks in danny's in the kitchen uh becky's like sniffing out of the air oh what's danny cooking i smell pumpkin pie i smell turkey i she she listed off three different things and danny is like oh you must be smelling my air freshener christmas scented uh or christmas dinner scented yes um and that's then Joey and Jesse burst in and are fighting uh, about having to go to the dry cleaners on Christmas Eve because everyone's trying to get their Santa suits back from the dry cleaner. I'm sorry. It's after dark on Christmas Eve. The dry cleaner is closed. I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah. That's that's fair. Yes. Um, like all these antics that happen on Christmas Eve. I mean, at least they later the store was closing. that They went to but like. Why are all these places open so late? You know? well, why is everyone shopping on Christmas Eve? I don't know. Um, yeah. Yes. It's a, so another one of the tropes we've noticed this year for the episodes that we've been doing is uh, every episode of Christmas starts on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And then does not progress. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so Becky, let's see. Uh, Becky is showing off a gay gift that she bought. Uh, Michelle walks in uh, at this time and uh, Becky got the same gag gift tie, but for Joey and then uh, all the adults immediately just trash it. Like, wow, that thing is hideous. What kind of idiot? <laughs> I don't think he said it quite like, I mean, basically the, pretty much da- Danny himself was like, you'd have to be pretty stupid to use one of those things. And then Michelle's just like, Oh my God. Um, Becky even says the literal same spiel that Michelle said at the, in the teaser for the episode. Um, you know, you could you can wear it and then you put the cup on here so you have room to eat your snacks while you're partying at Christmas. And uh yeah, Michelle is shocked and hurt, and we all feel for her as she exits the kitchen and with her Christmas gift that she just wrapped for her father, who then disparaged it without knowing it. <laughs> um yeah. Uh is that when she tried to light it on fire? Uh, Yes. Yeah, so Jesse, yeah. Jesse exits the kitchen, uh, walks in on Michelle, like trying to put the tie into the fireplace with the wrapping. And, uh, yeah. Um, oh, also he accidentally bought parsley instead of mistletoe and got ripped off. That wasn't parsley, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like it has a woodsy stem. It's not parsley. Yeah. It was sage. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, Michelle. So yeah, Michelle tries to light the tie on fire. Um, Jesse finds Michelle trying to set the house on fire. Um, and then Michelle <laughs> it drives her to arson. <laughs> She's so upset. 
Well, I mean, the way she was sticking it into the fireplace and it was yeah. like poking out over the their yeah. fireplace guard probably would have set the house on fire. Most uh, likely. Yeah, right? Um, and it would have been a completely different episode. DJ would have met her husband uh, earlier and mm. then they would have got married and uh, he wouldn't have died in the fire. Or she would have died in a house fire. Um, it's getting Mich- dark. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Michelle, Michelle, uh, Jesse's like, oh, your dad would love anything you got him. And then she's like, no, he would hate this because you literally just said it's the worst thing ever. Uh, or, and you literally just said it's the stupidest thing you've ever seen. And he's like, it's not the stupidest thing I've ever seen. She reveals it and it's what he literally just said in the kitchen. It's the stupidest, it's the stupidest thing, thing ever. you've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, so she convinces him to go to, to take her to, the store to get a return so she get a different gift for Danny um, and uh, on Christmas Eve where Jesse doesn't want to be and also uh, Michelle mentions her Fruit Loops sombrero that she made once another cereal Jesse. joke well they all come in threes right yeah Jesse Jesse made it why don't you make him a Fruit Loops sombrero and she was like I made that two years ago for him yeah uh, would you wear a Fruit Loops sombrero taylor i mean if you could pull off making it i'm not even sure how you would construct that thing in the first place yeah just for the honor of it actually being constructed i would wear it like i would buy a sombrero put fruit loops in it and then eat out of it as if it were a bowl so then they don't they go to the store to try to like exchange this thing yep yes essentially Uh, they but they didn't bring the receipt when they left and then uh before we get to that point the b story pops up uh the drag cleaner gave joey the wrong santa suit uh steph and dj are trying to help him get into the overpacked suit um i don't know why he just didn't not use these the pillow to because they're like trying to close they're trying to close the santa suit over him but also with a pillow underneath to make why not just be a slim santa right Exactly. Santa hits the gym. Yeah. And then the twins walk in on uh, a truly disturbing scene of uh, Santa being groped by two young women. Pummeled? Um, maybe? I don't know. Yes. Well, so they, as they were, as they were trying to like help him fit into the suit, they got stuck and then they fell on each other and then they were screaming for help and the twins saw this. The, the twins felt unnecessary. And also, who at Full House is so obsessed with twins? It's kind of creeping me out. Um, I just like to say, I, th- I feel like that's the statement for the entirety of their existence on this series. Uh, the twins were unnecessary. Um, but, you know, Becky and Jesse needed kids and someone needed to have the cute child storyline. Because yeah right <laughs> uh and then we cut back to the a story at the joke shop uh where the the joke shopkeeper is played by um i want to say he played an asian guy in breakfast and tiffany's uh a non-offensive asian guy the thing with these shows that always happens is like the person comes on and then the the studio audience erupts with like cheers and i'm mm-hmm. like uh yeah, and then I go like, to IMDb. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like 90s famous doesn't make it all the way to 2022. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, you, 
Andrew clearly didn't know it was Mickey Rooney. I didn't know it was Mickey Rooney. <laughs> Did you know it was Mickey Rooney? When I didn't realize that was exactly who it was, but I yeah. knew like I know this guy from somewhere. It was either Mickey Rooney or someone just like him. That's kind of what it, I was. I, like I knew yeah. it on the tip of my tongue. It's like I've seen him in things. I've seen him in yeah. as like, but everything I've seen him in, he's been the old this, guy, old famous guy you're supposed to know from like back in the day. Yeah, this everyone, act went on for so long. <laughs> it was, it was miserable the the back and forth about trying to get a return just yeah. like like he's old. clearly in the wrong in every single possible way didn't yes. bring a receipt and it's and the store owner can make whatever policy he wants and also it was close yeah oh yeah uh, jesse has to trick him to let him into the store first uh because he hurried over to make sure that the store was closed by the time they walked it to the door um uh jesse just just like here this is this is the tie michelle didn't bring her a receipt because she's a child and doesn't understand how returns work <laughs> uh it's about five dollars we're just gonna take this and leave and uh then mickey rooney uh, locks them in and uh trips silent alarm and uh yeah uh, i i think one of the good jokes in this episode was uh the shopkeeper asks, do you know how many of these ties I sell a year? And Jesse's just like, well, I know at least two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing that I didn't like, I feel like the the Mickey Rooney character was so old that he was like old enough where making digs at Italians was funny to him. Like the whole time he just made fun of like his hair or yes. the hair product. It's <laughs> like, wow, he's like pre racist uh, to other like white races that's all this guy is yeah um uh, but he uh, so in, in between insulting him about uh having too much hair gel on uh he also gets him to do the dribble cup uh the joke water dribble cup and uh then jesse wipes his face with the towel with um some yeah, black, black sludge stuff. on and mm-hmm. yeah uh michelle keeps playing pranks on him yeah, he calls him Fonzie at one point, Mickey Rooney. Uh, <clears throat> uh, don't blow your top. I don't want to start a grease fire with something. That something about was, an oil slick later or like a, I don't know, something like that. So uh, obviously this old man is lonely on Christmas Eve. I, I called it before. He's like, you know what? Get out of here. Go. And uh, he, uh, then. Yeah, the police I, are not coming for that, by the way. Yeah, he said he, he he called the police twenty minutes ago to tell them that. Well, when? yes. <laughs> Ow. You know, you do make a point. Currently in San Francisco, if uh, you don't get thrown in jail for uh, robbing a store of under a thousand dollars, so have fun with that. Perfect. Um, yep. and uh, so maybe they were just trying to show what life is like in the future. But, but um, I, I kind of didn't feel bad for the guy when he explained what happened you with, know? His, with his Not kids. Either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so as Michelle's leaving, she's like, Uncle Jesse, we should invite him to Christmas dinner because he's clearly alone on Christmas Eve and uh, sad and something. And uh, the old man goes on a, a speech about how his family doesn't write him or also his family that never phones him. They moved to Oregon with the grandchildren Probably because yeah. their young family can't afford the crippling housing prices and they have to move away. <laughs> like in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was the nineties. So I feel like that was not as bad, but it's getting there. So. 
I mean, clearly the the joke shop was in his family for many generations. So it, he had it, this, yeah, I mean, it made fives of dollars for decades. Uh, <laughs> uh, they never asked him to come with him. Uh, He's an adult. He shouldn't have to get permission. Yeah. Like all of this was, I just, and like, we've seen how this man behaves. Yes. Right. <laughs> like, would you invite him? Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure he wasn't an alienating ass to his entire family. No. <laughs> what if um, maybe like his son or daughter married an Italian and he wasn't cool with it? You know, I'm just saying. There is a little Italy in San Francisco. It is highly probable that that happened. Um, uh, yeah. So and Michelle reminds him of his granddaughter that he's never seen or something that's uh-huh. close to his age or her age. Um, they, they all make up. They have, uh, they all get friendly. Michelle takes him home for Christmas Eve dinner and it's at this point I wish that he has a heart attack. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I, just, I was like, how could this improve? True. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, oh yes. And in this whole thing, Jesse's like, you know, I was the one that didn't have Christmas spirit today because you old man refused to give my sweet daughter who you or not daughter, my sweet niece who you recognize personally uh, as a, a patron of your store, a, uh, refund on christmas eve meanwhile he's like invading someone's store and (laughs) essentially stealing (laughs) based on his policies i think there's good people on both sides here (laughs) (laughs) very not very fine people on both sides oh god um but i mean (laughs) jesse had a fair point he recognizes her she's she's a a constant patron she he could have done her a solid especially if he thinks of her as like his granddaughter. He was um, just trying to avoid the heartache and whatnot. Yeah. By being crotchety. Uh, we get, so we get back to the B story. Becky's reading uh, about Santa to the twins. Uh, Comet comes in, dresses a reindeer. Okay. That uh, was cute. I gotta say. <laughs> I like Comet. I missed Comet. Like the moment he walked in, I was like, oh, Comet. Um, someone gets out Santa claustrophobia. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, the twins were terrified of Santa Claus. Yeah. Beating people up. So Joey comes in, dresses the Easter bunny, because that, that that suit fits him. <laughs> and he's trying to rebrand it as the Christmas bunny. Not much like, creepier than uh, than an Easter bunny suit. Especially ones where it's like they have no eyes or whatever. Yeah. Or a holiday armadillo. <laughs> which is a friend's reference. Uh <laughs> But uh, DJ's like, at least you're able to stuff the pillow into this suit. And uh, Joey's like, no, I'm I'm just fat. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Mickey Rooney, uh, Michelle comes back with Mickey Rooney's uh, dressed as Santa Claus. There's presents for everyone somehow from a joke shop. Yep. So now uh, he's just giving a bunch of stuff away after haggling over a five dollar return. Yeah. My God. <laughs> my so my head kind of went like is he actually santa claus and then his like is this like a b story to the santa claus movies like was was he the santa claus that fell off the roof and died Uh, (laughs) we could only hope yeah um and then michelle's new gift for danny that they somehow stopped off to get 
while yeah. Mickey Rooney was dressing up as Santa Claus was a candy cane toothbrush electric that plays. I want to say jingle bells because I wasn't listening. I think, I think so. And uh, she gets the same response from him as if she would have given him the tie, which was, I love it, honey. Any gift you give me is, is amazing. It's great. Yeah. Not having children. I feel like, um, I, 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 do, do you ever experience the, the, oh, these, well, that's, that's no, my, kids, question, my kids don't buy them on their own. They have help. That's fair. Say, yeah, most of the time, I'm not sending my kid uh-huh. unattended to a joke shop <laughs> with a creepy old man that wants yeah. to abduct your, your children. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, he, he was like, Michelle's my own like granddaughter. Man. Can I ask? So when he calls, when Mickey Rooney gets the phone, I think Michelle hands him the phone to call his family. Jesse does. Jesse yeah. does. Okay. And he calls and I think speaks to his granddaughter. What was he doing with his face? It was scaring me. I literally, it was like, what is going on with this guy's face? His eyes got so wide. unlike in breakfast at Tiffany's and it was very frightening. Oh God. (laughs) So yeah, for those of you that don't remember Mickey Rooney played, uh, an Asian character in breakfast with Tiffany's, um, like a very offensive, very offensive (laughs) Asian stereotype. That's yeah. As a, as the resident half Asian, I don't, what people forget that um yeah so mickey rooney gets jesse's cell phone to call his uh, family in oregon uh, or oregon as as we hear sometimes in movies um and uh his granddaughter picks up and then he's just immediately elated to talk to her and i'm like are you going to talk to your son and or daughter that moved away from yeah. you? Or is, is yeah. that like at any point, are they going to be like, honey, who's on the phone? Yeah. Old wounds. They're probably yeah. pissed at him for never calling. Exactly. I was going to say, why couldn't you just call them earlier? What's the phone works you? both ways. <laughs> there you What's go. Um, and, uh, and the episode ends in Andrew's favorite way for these Christmas specials. Uh, with them randomly bursting into song, I think it was because of the toothbrush that played the, yeah. the song. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of these shows, like, there will be dialogue, and then someone will walk into the room and start singing a Christmas song. And I'm like, what? That would never. If someone did that in my house, I would take them and commit them to a like a mental institution because <laughs> that would just be so out of character. You should you should try it this year. You should just be like. Well, first just, of all, piano yeah. would just need to appear in the room and I would just need to suddenly know how to play the piano. It's like there's never been a piano on the set ever. And then there's just one in the room. all of a sudden. Not in this episode. Uh, and um, then, and the, then our favorite, which is the end card where it's like wishing a happy. What is it? Uh, uh, they said, um, I don't know, like a happy holiday or joyous holiday season. And then has a little like festive background, which I think that that might have been of the same. So we've been doing this for three years. Um, yeah. We've watched a lot of ABC Christmas episodes and yeah. a, a majority a, of them yeah. ha- for one year have had this like still card wishing you a merry holidays season. Family from, matters did it. It's like fresh Prince dinosaurs did it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I feel like I feel like we're approaching the end because there can be only so many shows yeah. in this one year that had the same graphic of <laughs> seasons greetings from ABC and uh, Michael Eisner. Um, 
but yeah, that was that was arrest you, merry gentlemen. Um, final thoughts on the episode. Uh, Taylor, do you want to go first? It's not my favorite Full House Christmas episode. I don't couldn't think of what my favorite one was off the top of my head, but it's not. Well, is it the worst? I'm, it's definitely, I will say, not my favorite. We get no. weird Santa Claus. The storylines feel very separate yeah. from each other and not connected, and everyone seems very isolated kind of in the episode. So that's one thing I didn't like as much compared to some of the other episodes where even if they're separate storylines, they're more morphed together and less like we got Michelle and a creepy old guy in one <laughs> corner and yeah. twins being freaked out by Santa Claus in a completely different corner, barely interacting with random people throughout the day. <laughs> I pretty much looked at my phone anytime the B story came on the screen. I was just so disinterested in it, but like overall, I mean, it's one of the better sitcoms. The Christmas episodes yeah. are never spectacular. It falls into the same traps that all of them have, but you know, it was fairly enjoyable. It didn't like Mickey Rooney. No, exactly. For a Christmas episode itself, I really enjoyed it. I'm comparing it to full house episodes is where. The negative yeah. comes up. Yeah, I think anytime because the later seasons there were definitely it was a Michelle show. Um yes. and, and sometimes that's good, but a lot of times it, it's a detractor, especially when the other storyline is the twins. Whereas like put the twins on the C story and then have uh DJ or Stephanie have a story like th- put that's the twins where, back in their dressing room. That's why. <laughs> I I just not not having Stephanie or DJ do anything and like literally we had thirty seconds of Kimmy um like th- that's where most of the heart of the show is uh for for the kids and then we barely got any Jesse or Danny at all either so it's it's it was lacking it was lacking the the full house the fullness uh, of if the you house. will um, exactly. no, 100%. but yeah uh it, it wasn't it's not the worst thing we've seen um as <laughs> much as we all. may have we may have been a little harsh on it but uh yeah um that's it for this holiday edition of namely 90s tune in tomorrow for day nine of our third annual yeah. 12 days of christmas specials and thank you again to taylor from geek speak yes, for coming on you. uh can you let our listeners know where to find you taylor yes Look for us on Instagram at GeekSpeakJT for our host, Jalen and Taylor. GeekSpeakJT. Our next episode coming out is going to be anime cosplay vibed. And then the episode after that is going to be very interesting with a lightsaber sports organization runner, teacher, all that professional stuff that I'm talking to next week. So it should be a lot of fun. So don't forget to check us out on Friday mornings at Geek Speak. I'll definitely be tuning in for the lightsaber combat uh, Mm -hmm. sports. I need to get into that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And as always, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Namey90s with 90s or find our personal Twitter accounts at Bishody or at Andrew if Twitter still exists. And tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Namey90s, also with a 90s. Finally, you can also contact us through our website, Namey90s.com. Please subscribe to us on 
Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Comet, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart, Good Pods, and wherever you podcast from. I'm Brandon, and that's Andrew. Thank you, thank you, thank you one final time to Taylor from Geekspeak for joining us today, and we will catch you tomorrow for day nine of our 12 Days of Christmas specials.